you've got a Bible, I just want a couple of verses that are very well known in Galatians chapter 5, speaking of the fruit of the, the Spirit. In my Bible, Galatians keeps going the other side of Ephesians. I don't know why that is. Galatians 5 says, It's for freedom that Christ has set us free. Hallelujah. And then in verse 16 it says, So I say to you, live by the Spirit. Live by the Spirit. Come on then. Yeah? This freedom we attain by living by the Spirit. That's great. And then he goes on to say what living by the sinful nature is that if you live by the flesh, remember law, the law applies to the flesh. But he says there'll be all this fruit and there's a whole list of stuff that, you know, jealousy, discord, rage, selfish ambition, factions, envy, and all these sort of things. Um, he says that, that'll be the evidence when you, when you live not according to the Spirit. But if you live by the Spirit, you have a certain fruit about you. There's some evidence of the way you live. And that evidence, we read, uh, and, and we, we, we know it well, in uh, Galatians 5.22, but the fruit of this life is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Mm-hmm. No law. These are not things of the law. They're not things that we work up somehow. We manufacture them. And when we try and manufacture them, it's grotesque. Because it's a sham, it's a fake, it's awful. And the world can see it. But, when we live by the Spirit... There is this wonderful freedom that comes in the Spirit. And this little package of, 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 of fruit becomes evident for us all. Now I want to just talk about peace. If I said the word peaceful, now something would come to your mind. Yeah, it does, it has. Peaceful. And I would think for most of us that it would be in getting in contact with nature in some way, going somewhere, looking at the, the, the sea, up a mountain, listening to the river when you're sitting by a bank or on your own. And you think, oh, that's peaceful. And it is, and it's nice, it's tranquil. But real being peaceful, this isn't what this is. This is a person who is peaceful. This is a person who's full of peace. Now that's something, isn't it? I could have started with love, and there's, that's a person that's full of love. I could have spoken about joy. That's a joyful person. A person who's full of joy. They're talking about a peaceful person. Someone who is just full of this unnatural shalom peace. 
And I would suggest that you and I need that in this troubled world. But the world needs a peaceful church. It needs the peace that God has given to the church. This is not Ian Moore's peace. Not Colin Plank's peace. Or Christine or Jones' peace. It's not. It's Christ's peace given to you by the Spirit that you might live according to the Spirit. And that's what this communion was all about. It was reconciling us with the Prince of Peace. It was reconciling us with God. You say, what's God doing at the moment? He's at peace. You say, this troubled world? He's at peace. He is peace. And one day, hallelujah, hallelujah, What's that shape that comes and gives a handshake? What's his name? For Hollywood. Some of you might not want a more handshake. Who knows? But it is. There's a peace and he wants peace. And... The angels said, didn't they, that they, they, they brought peace when they announced Jesus was coming. Peace on earth. The kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'll give you a virtual handshake. For <laughs> it's just this, this wonderful, wonderful thing. And that lovely song that we sang, and the line that I got is, you bring my chaos back into order. There's no medication that can do that. There's no person that can do that. That's God business, isn't it? We're taking our chaos and putting it back into order. There was chaos, there was nothing, and God's word spoke into the darkness, and that that wasn't happened, became. And so what Joan was talking about, the the word of God, when the word of God is spoken into us, it brings peace. It might be sharper than a two-edged sword. But he's cutting off the things that we shouldn't have in making way for the things that we, we need. And when Jesus breathed upon his disciples, he breathed peace into their life, into troubled hearts. There's a... I brought my redemption hymnal. <laughs> Is that in the Baptist Constitution? I can, I can come into the Baptist <laughs> with a redemption hymnal. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be 
it's going to be reported to the elders, I know it. <laughs> 527. When peace like a river attendeth my soul, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to know, it is well, it is well with my soul. I've told Carol I want this at my funeral. But she's refusing to live beyond me, she says. <laughs> and the chorus goes, it is well with my soul, it is well, it is well with my soul. Though Satan should buff it, if trials should come, let this blessed assurance control that Christ hath regarded my helpless estate and has shed his own blood for my soul. My sin, oh, the bliss of this glorious thought, my sin, not in part, but the whole, is now to his cross, and I bear it no more. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, oh, my soul. For me, be it Christ, be it Christ, hence to live. If Jordan above me shall roll, no pang shall be mine, for in death as in life thou wilt whisper thy peace to my soul. But Lord, tis for thee, for thy coming we wait. The sky, not the grave, is our goal. O trump of the angel, O voice of the Lord, blessed hope, blessed rest of my soul. That was written by Horatio Stafford. Horatio Stafford he was a successful lawyer in Chicago and uh, he had a great practice he was rich but he loved the Lord and he worked with and supported D.L. Moody in, in 1871 there was a great fire of Chicago and his home and everything he had was burnt down he lost the lot and uh, he didn't lose his faith. And then he and his he lost his son, who was three years old. Then he and his wife and his four daughters decided to go to the United Kingdom where D.L. Moody was preaching. They were about to board in New York when there was some business proposition came up and he said to his wife, you know, you go, take the children, I'll catch up with you later. And uh, on that journey, the, the, the ship collided. Um, I think it was a, um, with some bigger boat. Anyway, the ship with his, his wife and four daughters, it sank within ten minutes. His four daughters died, perished in the sea. His wife, miraculously through hanging on to a, a bit of driftwood, was saved from the sea. And it was a while later that Horatio got a, a, a telex from uh, his wife saying, saved alone. She was the only one that was saved. He went to be with his wife in the United Kingdom. 
And when they got to this sort of area where this accident happened, the captain of the ship said, this is where the ship went down. He went down below deck and wrote this song, It Is Well With My Soul. He went on to have three other children by his wife. And uh, he served the Lord all his life. So, when he says, like peace, like a, a river attendeth my soul, when sorrows like sea billows roll, he knew what he was saying. That is not a human peace. That is not. That's a God peace. And it's willing to be given to any one of us that avail ourselves of it. That we can just have this peace of God. The day before Jesus' crucifixion in John 14 verse 26 but the counsel of the Spirit whom the Father will send in my name will teach you all things and remind you all I have said. So what is this, this comfort that God would bring, that would bring peace? It's the words of Jesus. It's reminded of the words and promises of Jesus. When we are super anxious or full of fear, it's not the words of Jesus that are abiding in us that are causing that feeling. It's the absence of them. Yeah? Somehow they're being robbed from us. And Jesus goes on to say, My peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. They were really anxious because he was said he's going back to be with the Father. They were going to be on their own. Another comforter that they didn't understand was coming to be with them. And he said, my peace I'm going to give you. I give it to you. Even though I'm not here. He is. And my word and my every promise is with you. I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. For his words to every follower of Jesus that followed the footsteps of Christ. Peace comes. The Spirit of God. And it settles in our hearts and minds. The assurance of God's word. At the beginning of that chapter, you trust in God, you trust in me. That's what this is about tonight, isn't it? Trusting in Jesus. Trust him. Do it. He cannot fail you. He will not fail you. And it says, do not let your heart be troubled. What does that tell you? There's a troubler of hearts around. Yeah? There's one who wants to trouble your heart. He does. He's in the business of trouble. That's, that's, that's what he does, and he does it so well. I mean, he's a professional troublemaker. Yeah? And do we let him do it? Do we go out here and let him mug us again? 
and cause us to run around like a headless chicken? Open to every thought of doubt that causes us to go in a spiritual spin? Peace comes from the assurance of the Lordship of Christ. That's why this is so important. That's good, isn't it? <laughs> I didn't come with any cross, but I've got one. There. <laughs> when I want to talk about the power of communion, I just don't know that, yeah? but it does. But when we did that, we were we were recommitting ourselves to the Lordship of Christ. We're saying, I, I, I don't want any other God. It's Jesus only. And his Father. So peace comes from God, from God. Peace which passes our understanding. You can't understand it. I don't know why I'm talking about it really, because you can't understand it. If you could understand it, it was something that we could somehow manufacture. We can't. It just comes from God. When we get under the Lordship of Christ and we accept his word and we allow the Holy Spirit to come and bring peace. And it's not passive. In Colossians 3.15 it says, Let, allow it, don't make it happen, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Let it happen. Let down the guard. Stop making excuses. Let him come. So I, 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 I surrender any resistance against your peace coming and rule in my heart. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and monish one another. Let it happen. Let God give his word to you that you may pass it on to someone else. And we can, we can talk to our soul. Be at rest once more, O my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. Tell your soul to be at rest. How do you get this peace in a stressful world? You take his yoke upon you and you learn from the Prince of Peace. You walk with him, you talk with him, for I am gentle and humble of heart. If you're with someone who's gentle and humble of heart, do you get anxious? Do you? If they're gentle and humble of heart and you're walking with them, have they got any angst they're passing on to you? All the stuff that we hear that sort of puts disquiet in us? No. And you will find rest for your soul. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now you've had a handshake. You're not going to get another one. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Does he give? Does Paul Hollywood ever give a double handshake? Not one But some people you walk with can cause anxiety. 
I don't want you to name them, but because I, I wouldn't know them necessarily. Perhaps I did. <laughs> but you can. But with someone who's gentle and humble, you learn and find rest for your soul. So what does that mean? It's fruit of the Spirit. Those, Romans 8, 5, those who live according to the sinful nature have their minds set on what the nature desires. But those who live in accordance with the Holy Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind of the sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and life and peace. peace. You, you know, every, every time I ask a question, peace is going to be the answer. So the, you, you're going to be all right, yeah. So the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. Is this good news? It's wonderful, isn't it? It's absolutely wonderful. And I need it, you need it, your family needs it, the world needs it. In this world that's spinning so fast with lots so many unanswered questions. So the work of the Spirit is to establish peace through the Word of God. Isaiah 48.18 says, If only you had paid attention to my commands, your peace would have been like a river. Disobedience just brings one thing, and that's not peace. Righteousness and peace go together. In Isaiah 60:17, I will make peace your governor and righteousness your ruler. It's not just an external peace. John 16:33, I have told you these things so that you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. That's how you can have peace in a fallen world. Because you are more than a conqueror. You share in his victory over the troubled world. That's why we can stand in peace. Philippians 4 says, Rejoice, the Lord is near. Do not be anxious, but in everything pray. And the peace of God, which transcends understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds. What's guarding your hearts and minds? The peace of God stands sentry over your heart and mind. And when he's there, 
If we allow him to be there, he's going to say, no trouble comes through this place. I've put a guard on this person's heart and mind. Kick out the guard, and it's a free entry. Hmm. And there's so much that Jacob found peace at Jabok. In Job 22:21, someone a bit like Horatio Stafford, he said, "Submit to God and be at peace with Him. Prosperity will come to you." The more I thought about this, the more the Bible's full of it. Psalm 34:14, "Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it." Who thought that the phrase, there is no peace for the wicked? Is that in the Bible? Or did someone dream that up? It's not in the Bible, is it? No, you're wrong, it is. It's Isaiah, it's Isaiah 48, 22. The Bible tells you there is no peace for the wicked. Why? Because the Holy Spirit isn't guarding your your heart and your mind. So, where do we go from this place? Do we ask for peace? No, Christ has become our peace. Ephesians 2.14 For he himself is our peace. Through Christ we are reconciled with God. We ask for Christ. We ask for the Lordship of Christ. We ask for the Holy Spirit. We want to walk in righteousness and obedience. And peace will be given to us. Peace comes from God, not from us. And we're given this amazing ministry of being a peacemaker's so that what we receive, the peace, we can help others to know peace. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. They're like him. We've got the Father's likeness. Hallelujah. I was really fearful about talking about peace because... I did that once in my old church and they all fell asleep. <laughs> Not all of them, that was a lie, but some of them. Yeah. So when we say shalom to one another, this sort of wholeness, well-being, having harmony with God, That's why the gospel is the good news of peace. Peter knew it, you know. He'd been arrested and they'd just killed James and he was, he was locked up in prison, wasn't he? And he had, he had to be, he was chained between two soldiers. He had to be woken up by the Holy Spirit. What was this man doing? He was at total peace with God.
peacemakers, James 3.18, peacemakers who sow in peace raise a harvest of righteousness. Hallelujah. So if I was to say the Lord bless you and keep you, the Lord make his face shine upon you and give you I mean that's no just benediction is it? That is so powerful. You know we do it as a sort of sign off. Yeah? The service is over. I mean but what we are actually saying to one another is otherworldly. It's so amazing. So I say to you, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and give you peace. May God bless you all.